And yes, indeed, the J-E-T-S sucks, sucks, suck. That's for damn sure after what they showed uh, last Sunday against the Patriots. Good evening and welcome to the Mecca of Sports Talk. I'm your host, Keith Dewar. Thursday, September the 23rd, 2021. As we get started for week number three in the NFL, I'll be making my uh, pick shortly for the Panthers and the Texans tonight. Not a very fancy or sexy game by any stretch of the imagination. But the game counts in the standings, so therefore, it is what it is. So, just to recap week number two, and first we'll start with the Jets. What a disaster that was. Made the Giants actually look good for once. I mean, Zach Wilson was another disaster. At one point in the game, he had four completions and four interceptions and you kind of expected that this was going to ha- had to expect that this was going to happen. I mean, the Patriots with Belichick obviously, you know, going to scheme a certain way against Wilson, try to shut down uh the Jets best player, which at this point, who the heck is it at this point? Corey Davis, I guess that's who it is. But the Jets don't have much talent to deal with and you know, they're over under this year with six wins and that's going to be really hard to attain based on what they uh, are throwing out there on a weekly basis right now. So you got to just chalk it up to Wilson had a bad day. You got to hope that he rebounds this coming week in Denver. That's going to be a tall task. The Jets are a borderline double-digit underdog right now against the Broncos in uh, at Denver. So, uh, you know, that's going to be a long shot for them to win that game more than likely as well. Having said that, Hey, you know, there's there's still 15 more weeks. You hope to see some improvement from Wilson. And that's about all you can do at this stage because we know that the Jets are not a playoff team. And they're going to have more weeks uh, like this than not. So take it for, for what it is at this stage. So just to recap a couple of the other games from this, uh, this past week. Um, you know, Buccaneers, of course who had a little bit of a struggle at one point. It was 28-25 at one point against the the Falcons. And you kind of thought, wow, you know, are they really going to lose this game to Atlanta? Well, you know, Tom Brady decided, okay, enough is enough. Threw a couple more touchdowns, and the Patriots romped 48-25 and easily covered the spread. Uh, Broncos with another strong showing. I know the Jaguars stink, but... Denver managed to get a road win, 23-13 over the uh, the Jaguars, so they're 2-0, and you got to think they're going to probably go to 3-0 this week as they host the Jets So in their home opener. So Denver's looking good in the AFC West thus far. Buffalo with a dominating performance down in Miami. I know Tua got injured in his ribs. So Buffalo clearly uh, needed a win, and they got one in, in a dominating fashion, 35-zip over Miami. So they moved to 1-1, one and one, and you got to figure Buffalo is probably going to go on a, on a bit of a roll, I would imagine. I mean, they are uh, they have a home game this week against Washington, so I would imagine they should be able to move to 2-1 and one with a win against uh, the Deadskins. Uh, Cleveland struggled for quite a while in that game against Houston, but managed to pull it out 31-21. It got a little bit dicey there, uh, middle of the fourth quarter after uh, Tyrod Taylor, who had a uh, led a comeback for the Texans, got injured, and now he's going to be out for a bit. So the Texans had to turn to David Mills to try to 
take them over the top against the Browns, which did not happen. Cleveland managed to get a get a win, a little bit of a scare for uh, the QB. He uh, left the left with a little ankle issue, but came back in and uh, finished the game. So Cleveland moves to one and one, and they host the Bears, in which actually should be a pretty interesting game for uh, week number three in Cleveland. The Bears, who had to turn to Justin Fields because Andy Dalton would get another injury. He got hurt. Fields came in the game. He looked okay. He didn't look great. The Bears won that game because of their defense. So they managed to pull out a 2017 win against Cincinnati. And they moved to 1-1 uh, one one after a pretty miserable effort against the Rams in Week 1 on the road. Bears get a, a win in their home opener for the Bear fans at Soldier Field. Uh, 49ers, 17-11 over Philadelphia. I mean, I got to admit that was uh, not something I expected. I thought that Philly would figure out a way to win that game. You know, or worst case, lose by a field goal. But, you know, Philly's offense just did not have it against San Francisco at all. Jalen Hurts looked like uh, he was hurting out there, literally and figuratively, uh, with Philly's offense just doing nothing whatsoever. And that's not to say, you know, San Francisco's offense didn't do a whole lot either, but, um, you know, they ran the ball, which is what their strong suit is, and San Francisco undefeated at 2-0 and as they move to uh, what should be, let's see, they play the Packers on Sunday Night Football this coming week. That should obviously be an interesting game. Green Bay managed to rebound against the uh, Lions on Monday night. Winning that game 35-17. Um, you know, Green Bay for the first half looked pretty miserable. And for those out there who had Green Bay in their knockout pool, you had to be a little bit concerned, obviously, that the Packers were going to somehow manage to fold against the Lions. But in the second half, Rodgers and company uh, managed to get their act together and square their record in 1-1. One one. So that should be a fun Sunday night game uh, this week on NBC couple of other things, um, Tennessee with a big comeback at Seattle, 33-30 to in overtime. Derrick Henry with a huge game, over 200 yards total offense. A couple, uh, three touchdowns, so very uh, strong effort for him. Kansas City blew that game against Baltimore, um, 36-35. That was a disappointing loss for the Chiefs. The late fumble, you know, the defense basically let Baltimore come down the field late in the game with about an eight-minute drive. And uh, Baltimore's running attack, you know, look, it doesn't matter who you throw back there. They just seem to run the ball, run the ball, run the ball down everybody's throats. And it doesn't matter what the situation is. They manage to just get down the the field. So, and that's even without uh, Lamar Jackson running the ball himself. Again, you could put Meade in the backfield and I'd probably run for 100 yards behind that uh, offensive line of of the Ravens. Cowgirls managed to pull out a win on the road, 20-17, to in a struggle against the Chargers. Um, Chargers' first game with uh, fans at Sophie uh, Stadium. Uh, you know, Cowgirls managed to pull it out. A uh, little bit of an issue on the last drive. I don't know what they were actually doing with the, the time management. They just kind of, you know, stalled almost in a way and almost cost themselves because they had to get a 56-yard field goal from Zerloin and managed to sneak it through and... Cowgirls move to 1-1, one and, one, and they got a uh, big Monday night matchup 
their home opener uh, down in Dallas against their arch rival Philadelphia. So we'll see who uh, prevails right now. Looks like uh, Dallas is a slight favorite, so which is not surprising. So we'll see how that goes. Saints with a very disappointing loss, 26-7. to They were just annihilated by the Panthers. And that's who I'm going to be going with tonight. I'll, I'll uh, mention it more in a minute. Uh, Fal- uh, the Panthers are 2-0. How do you feel, Jet fans? Sam uh, Donald 2-0, and the Jets are 0-2. What else is new? Um, not going to go out and say that Sam Donald's going to turn into the next Joe Montana or Tom Brady, but, uh, you know, got a pretty good running back, and obviously uh, Donald so far so good. Let's see what happens, though, when he faces a little stiffer competition, we'll say after this week, because tonight's game, Panthers are an eight-point favorite, and that's who I'm going with. I'm going with Carolina. You're facing a backup quarterback in uh, in David Mills. No starts in his career. And at this stage, you got to figure uh, that the, the Panthers are going to find a way to prevail pretty easily tonight, I would imagine. I'll go probably, uh, uh, I don't know about a ton of points from the Panthers' side of things. But, I mean, are the Texans going to find any way to score points? That's the question. Uh, I'll go Carolina eh, 24-10. You know, nothing crazy. I, you know, this is not going to be a must-see game to watch tonight, but it is a football game, so there'll be plenty of eyes on the, uh, on the TVs and whatever other method you watch the game on. Uh, aside from that, that's really, uh, that's really it. Going to keep this brief today. The other games, I mean, from from week number two, Cardinals 34-33 over the Vikings. That, you know, the Vikings, they're in big trouble. I mean, Zim is going to get fired. Uh, I, I don't even think he's going to last the season at this point. There's just too much turmoil with, with that team. I, you know, Kirk Cousins, it is what it is with him. They're just, uh, they're just not a team that's uh, that you could be really confident about at this stage. Um you know, Arizona 2-0, and Kyler Murray, I mean, the guy's phenomenal, and he's only going to get better. Uh, the Raiders had a very impressive road win, 26-17 over Pittsburgh. Kind of thought Oakland, uh, excuse me, Las Vegas would come back. So used to saying Oakland, so used to saying Los Angeles, but it's actually Las Vegas. Um, the Raiders, Derek Carr's looked really good the first two weeks. I thought the Steelers would take a step back this past week, which they did, and... The Raiders, the Raiders are now 2-0, and which, uh, you know, John Gruden leading the way once again. Uh, you know, it's still kind of weird to see him back on the sideline after all these years, but he's back, and right now the Raiders are uh, looking all right. Uh, home game this week against Miami. you got to probably feel pretty good about the, the Raiders moving to 3-0. and I mean, just, you know, fathom the fact that the Chiefs are 1-1. and they're tied for their third in the division. I know it's only two weeks, but, you know, the Chiefs are a juggernaut, obviously. And uh, they got a big game this week at home against the Chargers, so see how that goes. Uh, aside from that, uh, just scrolling through the list of games, I mean, that's pretty much it. The Rams kind of looked iffy this week, this past week against the Colts. Had to pull it out at the end uh, with a field goal with about two minutes left to, uh, to beat the Colts. Carson Wentz is hurt yet again. What else is new? 
you know, I, it's unbelievable. The guy's hurt every stinking year. Every year this guy is hurt. So, you know, if you're Philly, you're happy you have hurts and you don't have wins at this stage. Uh, the Rams have a big test this coming week against the Buccaneers. You got to figure, uh, unless the Rams really pick up their play and play like they did in week one against the Bears, they're not going to have a prayer to beat the Buccaneers. So, uh, you know, we'll see how that goes. But that'll be the uh, the prime game of the week at 425, I believe, on CBS, or it might be on Fox. I forget which one. If it's an NFC game, it usually is on Fox, but we'll see if uh, I don't I don't recall 100% where uh, the game is on. But aside from that, uh, Giants on Sunday against the Falcons, whoop-de-doo. I, you know, it's going to be very hard to watch that game considering how pathetic the Giants are and the Falcons are in, in much better company. Uh, but the Giants uh, need to win. They need to win. Need to win the game. So they should have won last week. Obviously against Washington, they choked the game away, of course. And now you got Atlanta this week, who's obviously reeling pretty badly after getting blown out by Tampa Bay last Sunday. So I don't really, uh, you know, Giants seven wins, that's a pipe dream at this point. The Jets six wins, that's a pipe dream at this point. We may not see those two teams combined get six or seven wins at this stage, never mind individually. So... I don't really see it happening uh, for either of them at this stage. We got a we got gonna have a long season. You gotta pray for some hockey, pray for some basketball. Uh, you know, baseball. The playoffs are coming up pretty soon. If you're a Yankee fan, you're bracing for the worst, hoping for the best. The Mets are in free fall and they stink, and you know, and that's basically it. But they had a massive choke job, the Mets. Uh, going back to the trade deadline. So, NFL Week 3 will be starting shortly. Carolina at the Texans. I will be, as I said, taking Carolina minus 8 on the road uh, at at Houston. Backup quarterback for Houston. I, you know, they're not going to be able to move the football that effectively. I don't, I don't imagine so. Um, and, you know, Donald which amazingly enough, he probably will go to 3-0 and tonight for Carolina. Hard to believe, but, you know, when they get a step up in competition, we'll see how they do. You know, they got to play Tampa twice. Uh, you know, that's that's going to be a struggle. So, other teams in the division, though, that can be had. Atlanta, and they whooped New Orleans this past week, so see how the rest of their schedule goes. So, I will be back on Sunday. Uh, Sunday morning for the rest of my picks for week number three. Uh, and also, before I forget, my picks for this past week, I went three and three. So through two weeks, I am eight and four against the spread. Hopefully, I'll be nine and four after tonight for Carolina. And that'll be it. So I will talk to you on Sunday morning. Stay well, stay healthy, and I will talk to you on Sunday. Have a good night.